0: Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome back again to a new series that we're going to start covering this week. Today, I want to teach you the scripture that changed my life forever. I didn't grow up in the church. I didn't grow up a Christian. I didn't grow up in the word of God. I didn't grow up knowing anything about Jesus, but I remember there was a specific encounter that I had with the Lord when I got revelation on this one Bible verse, and it totally course corrected me and changed the direction of my life forever. So as you're jumping on this live stream today, I want you to give the video a thumbs up, send it to somebody, because the same way that the Lord used this scripture to change my life, He's going to use it to change your life today. As you're jumping on, let me know in the comments where you're watching from. It's good to see people. We already got 100 live on YouTube. Glory to God. We got 15 jumping on on Instagram. It's so good to be back with you this week. You know, there's many people that if they get a hold of the scripture that I'm going to give you today, they would lose all sense of anxiety. They would lose all sense of stress. Every heavy burden in their life, everything that stresses them back, all the weights of life, would be lifted off in an instant. I believe it will be that way with you today. If you've been stressing about finances, if you've been stressing about relationships, if you've been stressing about the next step in life, if there's been any area that you've just felt foggy in, and you don't have fresh faith for it, today, you're going to receive fresh faith. And this will help you a lot. So as you're jumping on, make sure you keep sharing it. Go with me to Matthew chapter 6. And as you're turning there, I'll give you some context. So I got born again when I was 21 years old. And I'm 26 now. So I've been born again Started serving the Lord about five years ago. Full of the Holy Ghost about three years ago. When I got full of the Holy Ghost, and I got a grip on this scripture that we're going to talk about today, it was like the entire direction that I used to go in life was literally 180 It's as if everything made sense. When you get fresh revelation, I like to say it this way. Anytime you get fresh revelation, it's like you take a pair of glasses And you put them on and you read the Bible through a totally different lens every time that you pick it up. And that's exactly what happened for me. I was not living right at the time. I had just come out of the world and I was still, it was like I was half in, half out with the Lord. And there was a specific individual that I looked up to in life. And I could tell he had something that I didn't have. He had a a wife and a family and a financial income that was great. He had everything together. He was happy, he was full of joy, the joy of the Lord, he was full of peace. It just seemed like he had it all together, and he did. Jesus said, I've come to give you life, and life abundantly. He had abundant life in every area, and I did not. My life was not abundant. I was stressed out, I was anxious, I didn't know what to do with my life. And I remember he was talking to me one day, and I was in his house, and I saw this Bible verse on his wall, and the Holy Spirit spoke to me. And the verse was Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. And it said, Seek first the kingdom of God and all of its righteousness, and everything else will be simply added unto you. And it was like a light bulb went off in my brain. I was like, whoa! If I'll just put God first, if I'll just put God's word first, if I'll just put God's will for my life first, he'll take care of the rest. If I just learn to seek the kingdom of God, its advancement, its righteousness, when I go all in for Jesus, he'll go all in for me. In James the fourth chapter, it says if you'll submit to God and resist the devil, then as you draw near to God, He will draw near to you and the devil will flee. And these things just started, the dots began to connect. And I knew that that was my answer to life and it changed everything for me. So Matthew chapter six, somebody type Matthew six in the comments for me so that people are jumping on right now can pay attention. This is the Bible verse that changed my life and it'll change your life. And I want you to stick around to the end and I'm gonna pray that the Lord does a miracle in your life today. Hello in Sydney, Australia. God bless you. Amber, good morning. Candice, good morning. Tom, good morning. Good morning, everyone. Matthew chapter 6. We're going to start in verse 25. Listen to this. Therefore I say to you, these are the words of Jesus, take no thought about your life, what you will eat, what you will drink, nor about your body and what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air, for they do not sow, nor do they reap, nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feeds them. That's a deep statement. The birds of the air, they don't sow, they don't reap, yet God takes care of the birds of the air. If God is willing to take care of the birds, how much more is He willing to take care of you? Who among you, by taking thought, verse 27... Can add a cubit of stature to his life. So you being stressed out about finances. You being stressed out about the next season of life. What does that add to your life? What value does that add? Does it help at all? You stressing out about things you can't control. Does it help you at all? No. Not at all. Verse 28. Why take thought about the clothing? Consider the lilies of the field. How they grow. They neither work nor do they spin, yet I say to you that even Solomon in all of his glory was not dressed like one of these. Therefore, if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is here and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Do you believe that God wants you to wear the best? God wants you to drive the best? God wants you to eat the best, live in the best? If God takes care of the flowers of the earth, how much more will He take care of you? If God takes care of the birds of the air, how much more will He take care of you? I want you to type this in the comments for me. God wants me to have the best. God wants me to have the best. Verse 31. Therefore take no thought, saying, What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after all these things. For your heavenly Father knows that you have need of all of these things. God knows your needs. He's not dumb. He's watching your life. He watches over you day and night. God knows what you need. He knows that you need clothes. He knows that you need food. He knows you need a car. He knows you need a job. He knows you need a house. He knows what you need. But in Philippians chapter 4 verse 19, The Bible says that my God shall supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory that are in Christ Jesus. So when you're in Christ Jesus and you walk in the glory of God, all the riches are in his glory. And he supplies every one of your needs. As you decide to abide in the shelter of the Most High, as you decide to seek God's kingdom first, stay in his word, stay in his will for your life, God will take care of your needs. You don't even have to pray for it. You just thank Him for Thank you, Lord, that you supply the best clothes. Thank you that you supply the best house. Thank you that you supply the best food. Thank you that you supply every one of my needs according to your riches and glory. And I thank you, Lord, that you want me to have the best. You just start thanking God. And there's a law, a spiritual law, that what you're thankful for will actually multiply in your life. As you give thanksgiving to God, you will watch as God increases and multiplies the blessing in your life. God wants you to have the best. And you don't have to stress about it. God will bless you abundantly. Let's finish up here. Verse 33. Well, let's read verse 32 again. For your heavenly Father knows that you have need of all these things. Verse 33. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be given to you. Therefore take no thought about tomorrow, for tomorrow will take thought of itself. Sufficient to the day is the trouble thereof. Don't worry about trouble tomorrow. Don't worry about bills that are due next week. I'm not saying don't work. I'm not saying don't be prepared to pay your bills. The Bible says a man that can't take care of his family is worse than an infidel. Which means an unbeliever. A believer that knows God's word and serves God but can't take care of his family is actually looked at from God as worse than an unbeliever. That's a pretty heavy blow. So work your tail off, but believe God and understand that God wants you to have the best. He'll take care of you. Understanding that God will take care of you doesn't mean that you get to just live like a bum. That's what a lot of people think. They're like, oh yeah, God will clothe me with the best. He'll feed me with the best. God will supply all of my needs. Therefore, I'm just going to kick back on my mom's couch and play Fortnite. That's not how it works. The Bible says a man that is diligent in his business will sit at a table with kings. A man that is diligent. A man that is a hearer of the word and a doer. Not just a hearer only. And God's word says put your hand to the plow and don't look back. God's word says be diligent in your business. God says as you put your hand to things, everything you touch will prosper. Everything that you undertake will increase and you will have good success wherever you go. But it requires that you make a decision to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. His righteousness, that word righteousness means right standing. Righteousness is the way that God sees you and how he is. Or just put it that God is righteous. We are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. We've been made right with God. We are made even with God. We're made good with God, forgiven through Christ. Remember, Jesus came to John the Baptist. And asked John the Baptist to baptize him. And he said, me? what? I'm not even worthy to untie your sandals. You should be baptizing me. But Jesus said, no, no, no. You must baptize me in order to fulfill all righteousness. So there's a system. There's a way God likes things done. And it's his word. God's will is his word. And his word is his will. So when you fulfill what God's word says in the full counsel of God's word, meaning that you're a diligent man, you put your hand to the plow, you do what God's word says when it comes to business and making finances and taking care of you and your family. When you take up your end of the bargain, God takes up his end of the bargain. And Jesus said, when you come to me and you're weak and you're weary and you're heavy laden, my yoke is easy. My yoke is light. Jesus will do the heavy lifting, but you're still required to yoke up with Him. You're still required to put your hand to the plow. You still got to put the work in. But the reason why this verse changed my life is because I realized that if I'll put the work in and I'll put all of my focus into God's kingdom and seeking it first and advancing it with my finances, with my time, with my talent, when I put all of my heart and soul and mind and strength into God's kingdom, I know all these other things will simply be added unto me. And that's been the truth. God's taken me out of a pit, out of miry clay, and put me on a rock. God's taken me out of the depths, out of ditches, out of terrible situations. Out of poverty, out of sickness, out of oppression and depression and anxiety. Jesus delivered me out of all of that when I decided to seek first his kingdom And all of its righteousness. And I'm telling you today, if you'll put your eyes on seeking God's kingdom first and his righteousness, God will do the same thing for you. Jesus will pick you up out of any mess that you're in. He'll help you move any mountain that's in your way. He'll give you the faith by his word to drop any wall, any giant, any circumstance in your life. He'll change it just like he did for me. And you'll never be the same. But it requires commitment. I want someone to type in the comments, I'm committed. I'm committed. God wants to know you're committed. But here's the best part. When you're committed and you go all out for Jesus, Jesus goes all out for you. That's why he said, if you'll draw near to me, I'll draw near to you. A lot of funny worship songs, they say God's out there like kick climbing every mountain, kicking down every wall, running after you. There's no Bible verse that says God is running after you. God sent his only son to die for you so that you could then take the position of drawing near to him. And as you draw near to God, God draws near to you. You seek his kingdom first today and you're going to watch every problem in your life be solved. Quickly, I'm talking 24 hour miracles, seven day miracles, 30 day miracles. This time next year, your life will not look the same. Because you've chosen to seek first the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Seek first the kingdom of God, Matthew chapter 6, verse 33, and his righteousness, and everything else will simply be added unto you. Don't stress. Don't have anxiety. Don't worry about other things. Jesus has you. Stay in his word. Apply his word. Believe his word and speak his word over your life. And watch how all these things will be added unto you. Praise the Lord. Well, I pray you were blessed by this message today. I was at the gym and I just felt like I needed to to teach you about this verse that changed my life. I remember the day I saw that verse on my mentor's wall. And it made sense to me. The Holy Spirit said, this man is the way he is because of that Bible verse. Because he wakes up every... And I remember the verse was right in front of his bed, on his wall. So every morning when he would wake up, he would see Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. Seek first the kingdom of God. Put God's kingdom first. And everything else will be added unto you. And ever since I've decided to do that, Everything else that I would normally pray for has just been added unto me. The best clothes, the best cars, the best houses, the best friends, the best food. It's all just been added unto me as I've sought God's kingdom first to get people born again, to advance the kingdom of God every day. These things have just been added unto me. And I believe they're going to be added unto you. I'm going to pray for you in a second. But before I do, I want to give you an opportunity to give to the advancement of this ministry and what God is doing with us in this generation. As you know, we're currently feeding 1,200 kids every single month in other countries. And you can help us to do that with your giving. We also have 11 other ministries that we give to each and every single month. And we reached over 26 million people this month on social media platforms. We have people that are getting saved every single day, watching our videos. They're being raised up in the power and the glory of God by His Word. So you can help us if you have a heart to see this generation lit on fire with revival. I want to encourage you: pray and ask the Lord today if He would have you give. And the different ways that you can give to the ministry are through Cash App at Dollar Sign Revival Way. You can give through Venmo at Revival Way, PayPal at Revival Way, or Evangelist Halen at Gmail.com. Or you can give on our website, which is what I encourage you to do, revivalway.com. Click partner financially today. And I encourage you, become a monthly partner with us. You're going to have a link in the comments on YouTube. You can also give on YouTube through Super Chat. I think you might be able to give on Facebook too, I don't know. But I want to pray over you that God does quick miracles in your life. That in the next 24 hours, in the next 7 days, in the next 30 days, in the next 6 months, that your life doesn't look the same anymore. So thank you for everyone that's given. I'll give you a moment to give. Your giving makes a major difference. And we really appreciate it, everyone that gives. I'd ask that you would pray and consider becoming a monthly partner with us on our website, RevivalWay.com. If it's $20 a month, $50 fifty dollars a month hundred dollars a month some people give a thousand and some people can give more whatever level you're at I'd encourage you to become a partner with us and help us to bring the gospel to this generation I believe generation will be this generation generation Z will be saved I believe that God is using us along with many others to make sure that this generation does not get handed over to the devil So thank you ahead of time. Also, if you want to come hear me preach, I don't have a flyer yet, but I'll have one tomorrow. I'm going to be preaching this Sunday at our church here, Faith Church Ruston, Louisiana. At 11 a.m., I'll get a flyer for you tomorrow. And I'm going to pray for sick people. I'm going to pray for people that have cancer. I'm going to pray for anyone that has sickness in their body. And I believe Jesus will heal them. So if you need a miracle in your body, if you need to be healed, if you know someone that needs to be healed, Bring them to Ruston, Louisiana this Sunday and I'll pray for them in Jesus' name. And if you're looking for a solid church to move to, let's put up this flyer too. I'd encourage you, don't just come this Sunday. Multiple sclerosis, yeah. MS, I've seen people healed of MS. Jesus will heal you from anything. Not just this weekend, but if you're looking for a solid church to move to. I recommend you come and check us out at Faith Church Rustin. I moved down here about two months ago with my team. To come sit under Pastor Stan and Mary Pody. Who are anointed to help raise up this generation. To carry the glory of God. So if you're looking for a powerful church, I believe the best church in America, to be raised up under the word, to catch a spirit of faith, and to learn how to be a weapon in this generation for the kingdom of God and how to kick the devil in the forehead every day, come and check us out. You can email us at support at revivalway.com or go to fcruston.com forward slash get connected. And you can set up a weekend to come pay us a visit. And we'd love to see you. Hallelujah. All right, let me pray for you. Those that are giving or have given. I want to pray for you. Father, in Jesus' mighty name, I pray that you open the eyes of every person that joined this morning. Reveal to them Matthew chapter 633. That as they seek first your kingdom and its advancement, all these other things will be added unto them. Lord, I bless them. And everyone that gave today. I pray that you would multiply their seed into a mighty harvest. We thank you ahead of time. Angels, cause the word to work and the money to come. Devil, take your hands off of their harvest in Jesus' mighty name. Lord, bless them the same way you've blessed me. To influence people for the gospel. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen and amen. Well, thank you for joining me this morning. This was fun. The same way God used this scripture to change my life. He's going to use it to change yours. Join me tomorrow morning at 11.30 a.m. For a new episode that is going to change your life even more. It'll add on to today's message. And it'll help tie everything together. Don't forget Thursday morning at 11.30 a.m. Is our big meeting. Where I teach on deeper topics. We go a little bit longer. And we just seek first Jesus. Amen. And amen. I love you. Adios. I'll see you tomorrow.